Right. Hey, fam. It is Phoenix Kalita. We're doing a little swap cast, uh, getting some sex worker news, sex worker rights information out there and to the public. My goal this week, uh, and I say this week, it's already Wednesday. The week is halfway over. But my goal this week is to record a bunch of segments right now, <laughs> which you will all hear later so that I can get stuff up because I don't have time to record every day. And it's I don't have as many um, Swapcast episodes as I was like as I would like to have, so we're gonna try uh, something a little bit new and just record a bunch of short segments back to back to back to back. So let's get started, shall we? Yeah. Okay. This actually uh, is breaking news because I'm recording this at almost 1 a.m. on Wednesday morning. This came out at about nine o'clock last night on Tuesday night. Ed Buck has been charged with allegedly running a drug den in his West Hollywood apartment. So I'm going to assume because you all are um, lovely, lovely individuals that you are all informed about who Ed Buck is and the entire disaster that is uh, surrounding that man. If you don't, Ed Buck is a wealthy white gay man who happens to be a longtime political donor to the Democratic Party, by the way. And uh, there is a lot of accusations swirling around him that he preys on gay black men who are poor, um, injects them with drugs, and um, arguably is coercing them into sex acts. Now, why are we covering this on the Swapcast? Because there's a rumor that a lot of the gay black men he's doing this to are sex workers or people who have done sex work at some point. So I just wanted to cover it. I think it's a really important story. Um, you know, in that aspect, just because there's not a lot of love for the LGBTQ community, particularly poor members, particularly black members, particularly people who, um, you know, use drugs. And a black man actually died in Ed Buck's apartment uh, twice. That happened. Um, and Ed Buck, of course, is denying any sort of uh, information, uh, denying any knowledge about it, saying, oh, it was just one of my friends who showed up high and they overdosed and I had nothing to do with it. Meanwhile, you know, some of these folks have journal entries where they're talking about Ed Buck forcibly injecting them with drugs, um, Ed Buck uh, coercing them into using drugs, Ed Buck using their, uh, you know, taking, uh, exploiting them by, because of their financial situation because they're poor, where they feel like they don't really have an opportunity or ability to say no to Ed Buck. So um, it's been an issue for a couple years at this point. Well, a couple years that I've known of, it's probably been going on way longer. But it's been very, very difficult to get authorities to do anything about it. So he's not arrested for murdering anyone, but he has been arrested for allegedly running a drug den. And honestly, I really didn't even think that was going to happen. So I'm cautiously optimistic at this point. That's what I'm going to go with, cautiously optimistic. So 
This is coming off CBS Local uh, Los Angeles. Democratic political donor Ed Buck was charged Tuesday with allegedly running a drug den out of his West Hollywood apartment and providing providing methamphetamine to a 37-year-old man who suffered an overdose last week, according to the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office. Huh, I see nothing has changed with Ed Buck. All right. Uh, Buck, who was 65, was charged with one felony count each of battery, causing serious injury, administering methamphetamine, and maintaining a drug house. According to the DA's office, Buck was accused with injecting the victim with methamphetamine at the defendant's apartment in the 1200 block of Laurel Avenue in West Hollywood. The man, however, survived. I'm sure Ed Buck was deeply disappointed by that. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. Uh, this is a quote from Los Angeles County District Attorney Jackie Lacey. Um, I remain deeply concerned for the safety of people whose life circumstances may make them more vulnerable to criminal predators. With this new evidence, I authorize the filing of criminal charges against Ed Buck. Prosecutors have recommended bail be set at $4 million in a motion that called Buck, quote, a violent, dangerous sexual predator who preys on men made vulnerable by addiction and homelessness. The motion went on to say that Buck used the bait of narcotics, money, and shelter to lure victims to his home, where, quote, in a position of power, Buck manipulates his victims into participating in his sexual fetishes. According to the motion, Buck's actions led to the death of two men in Buck's apartment, Gamal Moore and Timothy Dean. The defendant's predatory acts and conscious disregard for human life must be stopped, the motion said. He is uh, scheduled to be arraigned Wednesday. Buck's attorney said he would fight the charges, quote, vigorously. Yeah, I expect nothing less from a homicidal millionaire. If convicted as charged, Buck faces a possible maximum sentence of five years and eight months in state prison. The case remains under investigation by the Los uh, Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I, I, I... I'm trying to be optimistic about this, but it's been really difficult to get authorities to care about the victims of Ed Buck, so I'm really worried about that. I'm also really worried that um, even if this does go to trial, that because the victims were um, gay, they were black, they were um, using drugs, they were poor, they were sometimes homeless, that the jury isn't going to uh, take it seriously either. So I, I have a lot of anxiety, but I'm trying really hard to be hopeful about this. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, And just for a little bit of uh, background information, right, there is an article from July 9th where um, the district attorney uh, or a district attorney for Los Angeles County, David Goldstein, uh, went to Buck and said, quote, Mr. Buck, are you concerned you may be arrested now that the case has been presented to uh, the DA's office? The news of the case transfer comes six months after 55-year-old Timothy Dean was found dead early January 7th in Buck's apartment. It was the second death from an accidental methamphetamine overdose at the same apartment in less than 18 months and prompted renew- renewed calls of prosecu- uh, woo, renewed calls for prosecution of Buck. No charges were filed at the time, but the district attorney's uh, office said they were continuing to work on the case. Mm-hmm. So, right, that was the second one. And then the first one, let me see if this hyperlink takes me there. Hopefully it will. Um, Oh, that's, oh, the same story of Timothy. No, I don't want to pop up right now. I'm trying to read a story uh, from Timothy Dean. Um, That's not the one I was looking for. I was looking for the other case about more. Let me see. This is the problem with, uh, I think I've said it before on here. Um, 
with like podcasting uh, by yourself because you don't <laughs> um, have anyone else to like fill up the space when you're trying to get all your links open, especially when you're like in the middle of it, like, oh, I got to get a new hyperlink and then everything freezes and it's just the whole thing. Um, all right. So this is from uh, July. Um, uh, prominent political prop. Let me get my words together. Prominent political activist Ed Buck is facing new legal troubles as the mother of a man who died in his home has filed an amended civil suit accusing Buck of human trafficking and engaging in revenge porn. The new amendment is about making sure no box is left unchecked when it uh, comes to all of the crimes that Ed Buck has committed, said uh, Jasmine Canick, an advocate for the family of 26-year-old Moore who was found dead of an overdose in Buck's home in 2017. After the district attorney's office declined to file criminal charges citing insufficient evidence, a wrongful death lawsuit was filed. Woo! All right, y'all. Sorry, I had to pause for a moment there um, because I had to pull up another link and I couldn't find it. It took me a minute. I just wanted to continue talking about this whole Ed Buck situation, but something um, in particular that I wanted to address, which was not in the uh, CBS article, but it is in one on LA Times. Uh, I'll throw the link up so folks can read it if they want to, Um, is uh, more information about what the prosecutors wrote in the court papers. Um, There's a quote here. It says, these fetish uh, from his home in a position of power, Buck manipulates his victims into participating in his sexual fetishes. These fetishes include supplying and personally administering dangerously large doses of narcotics to victims, not deterred by the senseless deaths of Morin Dean, the defendant nearly killed a third victim last week. The latest victim identified in court papers as Joe Doe went to Buck's apartment September 4th, where Buck personally and deliberately administered a large dose of methamphetamine, according to prosecutors. Concerned he was suffering from an overdose, the man left the apartment to get medical help. He returned to Buck's apartment again September 11th, when Buck again injected him with two dangerously large doses of methamphetamine. Prosecutors say Buck thwarted the man's attempts to get help. The man eventually fled the apartment and called 911 from a gas station, where he was taken to a hospital for treatment. And this is an interesting detail. I haven't found it yet in um, other um, news outlets. So, so far, the LA Times is the only one I've personally seen uh, covering this. Sheriff's investigators found hundreds of photographs in Buck's home of men in sexually compromising positions. I think that's also um, incredibly important to note, just that like the predatory nature, because he's getting people high and as they're overdosing, possibly taking these photos or coercing them into taking these photos, um, which goes back to the more uh, civil suit where uh, his mother filed the suit on his behalf and said that uh, revenge porn was involved, which makes that accusation seem a lot more plausible. Not that I had doubts in the first place, but you know what I mean? And so I just, you know, wanted to mention that tidbit, too, as far as how um, predatory this guy is. It's just really. Ugh. All right. But anyways, we will see what happens. Of course, I will follow up with this um, as new details emerge. I think this is a really important story um, just, you know, because of the um, multiple marginalizations that the victims are facing. Right. Um, drug using, poor, possibly homeless uh, sex workers, black, gay and uh, I really hope that this creates an opportunity for justice and that that opportunity is um, seized upon. We'll see what happens. But all right. Um, let me go 
and I will keep everyone updated when something new happens with this case. In the meantime, please try to stay as safe as possible wherever you are. Do something nice for yourself. Do something nice for someone else. The world is a dangerous, scary, scary place sometimes. So hold on to the happiness that you got, okay? All right. Thank you for hanging out with me on the Swapcast. I'll check in with y'all later. One, two, three, they're gonna run back to me. Climbing over my-